0: Welcome to Professional Insights with Priya, a series of talks with people of purposeful souls, souls that have sort of evolved as life has happened to them. And they've learned from the experiences life has brought to them. They are the heroes of their lives. And it is such a pleasure to bring these conversations to you. And I hope you enjoy them as much as I enjoyed listening to them. Today's guest is a really beautiful being like that. His name is Raul Souza. It's rather unusual to find a young man from a Christian background drawn to a dance form originally practiced by women in temples, Bharat Natyam. It's even more unusual to find that he received his training from a Catholic priest, Dr. Francis Barbosa, who received a PhD in dance performance, um, endeavoring to marry the Hastad language with Christian theology. But unusual is not the apt word to describe Raul's dance form. For that, we must use words like verb and vivacity, evocative and enthralling. Raoul has matured from a novice from the age of 12 when he got tutored by Dr. Barbosa to be one of the most outstanding male Indian dance performers. Uh, In today's times, in the past four decades, he has, in fact, matured his dance to such an extent that he has traveled on extensive tours to the U.S., to Europe, to Australia, New Zealand and the Far East. He has indeed become a seasoned performer, and he is one man that I have seen who is living his purpose, is living his dream, living his passion. So, my dear friends, welcome Raul D'Souza to today's show on Professional Insights with Priya. This man is all of 51 but looks nothing more than 30. And it's all got to do with the kind of life he's leading. Raul, let's start by understanding what drew you to this amazing form of dance.
1: Thank you so much, Priya, for inviting me for your show. It was just an act of God, I think, that I... Uh, discovered this beautiful art form of Bharatanatyam. I was a normal Catholic boy, uh, dancing, Western dance, jiving. I used to love jiving, but I was a sports person also. I loved athletics, football, hockey. And then um, there was uh, this guru, Dr. Francis Barbosa, who was a Catholic priest. In fact, he was one of the first Catholic priests to embrace uh, um, Indian culture, and he was fascinated with the uh, Indian classical dance. He was from South India from Mangalore. So where Yaksha Gana was the traditional folk uh, dance. And he was inspired by that. And he uh, joined uh, MS University in Baroda for um, the center of art for dance. Yeah, so where he did his bachelor's, master's and PhD in dance. Then he became a priest, he uh, ordained a priest. And he came to our church here in Bandra, St. Teresa's Parish, uh, as a normal priest. And uh, he gave a couple of shows. And then during mass, one day he announced that he was starting some dance classes. I happened to be there that evening for mass. And I said, wow, let me join. Let me see this. I went back and told my parents and they said, of course, try it out. Exactly on my 12th birthday, I remember uh, that uh, I joined, had the first day of class. And so he blessed me and he started.
0: So what are the typical, you know, practice sessions look like? And what did you think that you know, this was going to become, you know, as at that age?
1: For me, it was just dance classes. So uh, even after my first class, there was exercises and things like that, which I liked because I was a sports person. I discovered the Guru Shisha Parampara, which was very important. So I like grew with him and... I would spend literally half a day with him. Uh, we would have uh, tea together. You know, we would have a meal together after the class. You know, so it it was so much of that than just a teacher-student relationship and that real traditional guru shisha way. You know, the student literally lived with the guru. You know, so it was understanding his uh, life and then uh, sharing more about the items, about the history of the items, from which day, age it was, uh, who was the poet that wrote these lines, from where these items came about, how they were, who were the choreographers, what was the time, and really discovering so much more than just learning the practical aspect of just repeating, learning and performing, and really discovering what our Indian culture is, how rich it is, and uh, how universal it is for uh, nearly... 15, 16 years, and uh, it was exceptional because uh, he taught me first the traditional Hindu themes. So though being a Catholic priest, he also performed the traditional repertoire of the uh, traditional Bharatanatyam repertoire, that you have the items. Um, And then he started teaching me these innovative items of Christian themes, and that really attracted me, and that continued uh, down the line. I never had that kind of uh, issues Uh, where it it would, you know, interfere with uh, my religion or understanding. It was just complementing it.
0: It just sounds such a, you know, magical experience when you say Guru Shishya. These words are not common anymore. And uh, along with that, you know, studying the culture, studying the history of all of this, you know, how it all evolved, what was the reasons that dance came. Tell us a little bit about that. What What were the early impressions upon your mind?
1: Yeah. So initially he used to start taking me with him for his performances. For every student to dance with the guru on stage was a great thing. And he was, I was, I was the only one selected among all the students and I used to travel with him. I was in school and college and I used to get, you know, take leave from school and go for quick trips in India. And then I did my graduation in uh, 1987, uh, in July 1987. And after that, he took me for the, in that October uh, for her first trip abroad, my first, uh, Country I visited abroad was Switzerland. So you can imagine, wow. (laughs) And then from Switzerland, we went to Belgium, to Holland, to Portugal, Italy, and Austria. And, uh, you know, it had a great impact on me because I learned more than just dance. I learned about life. I learned about uh, relationships. I learned about uh, cultures. Uh, Wherever we traveled in Europe, we never stayed in hotels. We stayed with families. We met everyday people and interacted with them. Uh, So many people could not speak English or or the Indian language. So how we broke barriers through, yeah, if they would speak in uh, 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 their local language, German or Dutch, we would speak in Hindi and English. But, you know, (laughs) just... The dialogue, just the hand gestures, the facial expressions, uh, you know, was helped good enough to communicate. And we discovered that was beauty. And, you know, so your Abina improved. Uh, and, and I was very, very lucky to have that kind of experience. And even later on, then uh, Dr. Francis Barbosa, he left India and he went abroad. So I went to advanced learning to uh, Sri Deepak Mazumdar a very well-known dance guru and teacher here in Mumbai from 97, 98 onwards. I've been learning from him, advanced learning. And that that also has been a super experience. Literally with him also uh, would be a a half-day class, not really, uh, or sometimes even a full-day class, (laughs) starting in the morning and and, uh, ending in the evening. And he's a wealth of knowledge uh, from the Shastras to everyday experiences. And uh, this was my uh, learning years, my growing up years, um, continued with my college and I started working too. And whenever I got time in between my weekends, I would uh, make time for to run for a class. Uh, even after some, you know, there were weeks and months where I couldn't dance. But then I had to get back always to it and continue with it. And that really, you know, uh, took me so many places around the world.
0: Amazing. Yeah. So it's just very fascinating to hear that, you know, you started at such a young age. And you learned for several years with Dr. Barboza. Uh, And then you continued to learn with uh, Deepak Mazumdar. And that's something I find very interesting, that your learning has not ended and your learning still continues. And I'm sure you also must be doing your Riyaz also very regularly. So tell us a little bit about that, the discipline of dance and the purpose of continued learning.
1: With my parents. So they were the ones who really pushed me, encouraged me, uh, taught me to be consistent, not to give up yeah, when the going gets tough. Because they initiated me into uh, dance, into Bharatanatyam. And whenever I felt uh, that uh, it was getting too tough or uh, I was getting distracted, with, I mean, my studies, what my friends would think. When I went into college, I thought I would give up dance because I went into St. Xavier's. You know, it was very, oh, no, boys would do Indian dancing. Yeah, uh, Those were the days in the late 80s. It was uh, rock music and, uh, you know, all my friends were great fans of rock yeah, and family, Our family members, my siblings, my brothers, sisters, they have no idea of dance. None of them dance. Uh, they're, <laughs> you know, a typical Christian family, Catholic family. Yeah, we all love to jive. We love destined music. Uh, we, we eat a, a good food <laughs> and everything. So uh, I was a little uh, different, uh, the odd one in the family, but always welcome. You know, they appreciated my my differences and uh, and that added more, you know, charm to our family. And the kind of training that my gurus gave me, I was very lucky. They were very strict. They were really pushed me. I was one of the only boy in the class sometimes uh, because the majority of the students were girls. They gave me really uh, uh, more attention, and higher expectations. They set the bar high for me. And that really also helped me in life to overcome, uh, you know, difficulties, hardships, whatever, you know, the hurdles were there to... Say that you can't run away from them. You have to face them. And then, you know, the success comes. Uh, uh, what do you say? The uh, knowledge comes in. <laughs> uh,
0: did they at any time feel that, you know, you being a Catholic boy, did society have any issues about Did you face any uh, hurdles there?
1: Yes, so we come from a very spiritual family. So, uh, you know, we are very uh, Catholic uh, and very close to the church. My mother uh, was the vice principal of the school. Uh, she was a teacher for 40 years in St. Fries, the same church where the school uh, was. So, but of course, uh, they never had any issues. Um, they could face it, but I mean, friends, relatives would wonder what what, what was, what was, am I up to, you know, dancing uh, Natraj and, uh, you know, for them, it was worshiping uh, Hindu gods or it was, you know, why are you dancing Krishna or Tandav or kind of like that. So, yes, it was, but uh, it was something new. It was at that time, but my parents uh, were saying, if you feel good about it, um, you're learning from a priest, so he should have the last word on it. So if it doesn't interfere with you, uh, if you're fine, um, go ahead. It's a new, uh, it was a discovery for them too. It was not easy. And they also had to make uh, uh, some adjustments, uh, you know, listen to people's opinions. But uh, they never, you know, discouraged me. Uh, They always told, keep the faith. That was important. And it should not interfere. you should be uh, free about it. So, and the way I was taught, you know, it it was really nice. And the good thing that uh, Dr. Francis, you know, taught me first the traditional items, the, the strong items of Shiva, um, understand the masculine part of uh, dance, Yeah, uh, how important is the male part of dance, even if you use Abhinaya or Shingar, which is love to depict from a male perspective. You don't have to become a woman to show Shingar. Men have it in their own way. So Shiva uh, shows it differently. Krishna shows it differently. Uh, Jesus Christ shows it differently. So <laughs> it is, you know, whatever. So the different dimensions of uh, the man or the you know the human being, uh, the, the you know the both angas you see the feminine and the man balancing was the key factor and that was the beauty of uh, of this art form of, of the traditional art form you know it's it's in the shastras it it is there and uh, I was so lucky to be exposed to that.
0: So you played on different roles. Uh, you said you played Krishna and you played Shiva and. Uh... You also played Jesus, am I right? Uh,
1: Dr. Francis Barbosa used to do the Life of Christ. So where he take the main role of Jesus and we were his disciples. Uh, we were doing different roles in the ballet. It was like a dance, drama, dance, ballet, where I used to do a solo item, for example, the Annunciation, where the angel appears to Mary and tells her she's going to give birth to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's a solo item where you are Mary, you are the angel.
0: You were doing this thing of, uh, about uh, Jesus' story. Uh, were you dressed in a bharatanatyam costume in the dhoti and yes, the- yes.
1: traditional costume with the dhoti so i was bare body with just maybe a chain yeah so it is the traditional indian costume but bharatanatyam pure bharatanatyam performed yeah to different so maybe uh, when I was, when i was doing Saitam i would wear a whitish a light color a dhoti mm? as against the you know different colors so yeah that but yes the the presentation was in the traditional uh form so that was the beauty
0: So today, Raul, do you uh, go by the preset ballets or do you create, do you choreograph your own performances and ballets as well?
1: After learning the traditional items and the innovative items and then continuing my higher uh, learning with uh, Dr. Deepak Mazumdar, uh, we started choreographing a lot of, by then I just got married in 2000. So Mithali was an ODC dancer. Uh, So when we got married, a lot of people says, ah, two dancers in the family, it doesn't It will not match. Yeah, there'll be competition (laughs) between husband and wife. And um, when we had, you know, planning to get married, we had decided that we won't interfere in each other's dance. Like she will be an Odyssey dancer, a solo artist, and I would be a Bharatanatyam on my own. But uh, uh, Deepakji really pushed us to do something together because it was unique, uh, two different styles. You know, uh, hers was Hindustani music, mine was Carnatic music. It was very different. So uh, he really helped us uh, set up some choreographing, some items. And it was a super hit. Early in 2000, 2001, we were invited to a um, seminar, uh, I think uh, it was a festival in U.S., Uh, Mm -hmm. Dance festival, and we got a slot, and there was only one slot available. And they said you have to dance together; you can't dance separately. And Uh so, in that, you know, that maybe was uh, an opportunity for us to, you know, come together. And it was not easy.
0: The angels came together and made you all come together (laughs) on on stage as well.
1: Yeah, another another stroke of you know God's will, Uh so so to say, that uh, we were destined to dance together and perform together as a couple. And uh, and that was a beautiful, enriching experience. It was tough, but the results were fantastic. Oh, we got a great applause for that. And we have since been doing dancing together, these items, and now we have two lovely daughters also who join us on stage. So we're a, we're a dancing family Amazing. of four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Raul, uh, is dance the only thing that you do now or is this in addition to some other stuff? What else is happening in your life. Oh, was. I
1: wish dance would all my <laughs> part of my life uh, because it's so fascinating. It's so much more I could do and uh, there's so much to do. I mean, uh, I would love to dance across the globe. Uh, I have danced in many 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 world stages around uh, and I would love to do it and also take my children for that experience. Uh, but oh uh, but uh, I have a family and I have to take care of them and uh, I do have a, a marketing uh, job. Uh, that's my uh, so I work for an f- Italian uh, fashion school. I'm the head of marketing for them for India and the subcontinent and Gulf region. Uh, and, and so I have a very hectic schedule, so Monday to Friday, uh, working in office. And and then over the weekends is where my areas and my practices. But every job I have uh, had has been very supportive. In fact, right from my first uh, uh, job with Indian Express newspapers, whereas I was into sales and marketing, uh, they supported my tours that time with my guru to Spain, to Poland, and wherever I went. And then I worked 12 years with the airlines, Delta Airlines as a purser, That because that gives me uh, flying to Frankfurt and uh, Paris, and that gave me so much time, free time to concentrate also on my shows, my performances. And then now for the last uh, 15 years, I've been working for this Italian fashion school, uh, which has been also very, very supportive. Uh, and uh, a company helped me in uh, in wherever my shows are uh, and i leave. Now, today, the laptop is your, is your office. And uh, because of the pandemic, we have uh, just discovered yeah, yeah. working from home. And, working
0: uh, from home, you know, right,
1: So, we right. are sitting bare, you know, in the hall in our house has been converted to a stage where we've been, you know, set it up and we have done, done performances online also. World- performances. So yeah, the world has become, uh, you know, into a uh, changed, it's yes. changing. Um, and the beauty is that, that whatever the world changes, uh, the culture will remain. Indian culture is so strong. So that, and uh, this is so important for even today's generation.
0: Right, wonderful. Apart from Dr. Barbosa, uh, metali and who else have you done joint performances? In with? Uh,
1: 1997, uh, Deepakji Ji uh, introduced me to Hema Malini, uh, the very famous actress dancer.
0: Dream girl of Indian cinema. Yeah,
1: the dream girl of <laughs> India. So I've had for the last so many years had the privilege of performing with her. So uh, it's such a joy. I have traveled with her and for her performances all over the world, from New Zealand, Australia, Far East, India, all over India, I think from villages to, you know, the best theaters in Delhi, Bombay, Calcutta, uh, to even the U.S. Uh, I've had the opportunity to dance at Lincoln Center uh, twice in New York, which is one of the best uh, theaters in the world for performing arts. I think, uh, and I, it's been a fabulous experience, uh, great learning from the great lady. And uh, I'm very, very thankful and uh, you know, blessed to have this opportunity of dancing the lead role of Krishna with her for her different uh, ballets, Radha Krishna, Meera, uh, yeah, rather Rasbihari. I also do the role of Vishnu for Mahalakshmi.
0: I can just imagine. In fact, I've seen a few of your videos. Y'all both look like literally like, you know, like in a Ras Leela, you know, dancing. It's so phenomenal. So Rahul, I have uh, one. It's a very interesting question, you know, especially in India, you know, the, a lot of the actors who performed roles that were related with mythology, with, you know, the gods like Krishna, Ram or whatever. Did you have any such interactions where people, your audience, sort of revered you for the roles you played like Ram or Krishna or Shiva?
1: Oh, yes. I've been countless experiences, right? from form once in New Zealand, uh, a gentleman, I was a, a follower of Sai Baba and he had a mercedes benz where he had a vision that saibaba was you know uh, was in the car once when he was driving when he picked up a p- picture of the car the image was saibaba was there and so uh, when for our performance that evening he requested Himaji that if i could sit there in that car and he would drive me to the theater So you imagine, uh, I had to sit there where he saw Cyber and he took me to the theater from my hotel for the show. Uh, I mean, there are so many times people have, you know, really cried, come crying on their knees, uh, taken my blessings. There have been, I mean, even politicians like, you know, Shushma Swara, the late, uh, you know, uh, minister, she was such a lovely lady. And one day after the show, she came up to the stage and, you know, pranamed me so much said, what a lovely experience Uh, there has been, uh, you know. Uh, Amitabh Bachchan also has tw- uh, put on his uh, tweet about his experience when we had uh, uh, a show he had come for, for Mahalakshmi as Vishnu. um, I mean, uh, there have been also Kokila in Ambani, uh, you know, for her 75th anniversary, she invited, she said, she wanted me to dance at her birthday. So, uh, old elderly people are coming after the show asking for some part of me. So, normally, I would uh, put little extra earrings of Krishna, those little ones. So, then after the show, I would, give give uh, give one to them as a kind of a token they wanted something from my anger you know it's uh, it's that uh, oh my experience God, so really? i i, oh I my God! <laughs> or something. Uh, so i mean beautiful because people have that you know it's a culture it is a yeah. it is, uh, dance is a prayer it's spirituality you are not Raoul. you're not himaji you are not metali you when you're on that stage it, it's 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 a holy ground it's a holy place uh, you are you are yeah th- that kind of uh, it brings tears to my eyes but uh, uh, you know it, it is that it, it is very important and that is the responsibility of an artist that is the uh, that is our uh the our karma we say or you know that is our calling uh, so it is more than just uh, a profession it is a vocation it's really touched me it's really understand the human emotion uh, so you know from very traditional i've danced in temples uh, i Travel a lot, you know. So it's been it's it's such a beautiful experience. So and seeing uh, the presence of God everywhere, you know, Uh, we have to understand. You you discover God in in simple, uh, you know. We've got villages, poor people come, but for them to it's a God experience. You give them. I mean, they go back. No money can buy that, you know. No, uh, it it is something beyond words or which tangible (laughs) experience. So that's been beauty beauty that is that this is the enriching i have had you know yeah. right through dance which uh, uh, you cannot uh, express yeah. so
0: in so. fact uh, you know I, I i'm you know so touched with you when you say this and you know you get tears in your eyes it brings tears to my eyes as well because i myself am a devout believer in, uh, in lord krishna And when I saw the performance of uh, Mitali and you at the APAC conference two years ago, and then also, you know, on the videos that I've been watching before this this interview, I mean, I literally had tears in my eyes. The kind of, the beauty of the way you're giving yourself to the dance is just, it's almost as if watching Krishna perform. And I can just imagine, uh, you must have touched the lives of so many lakhs and lakhs of people by now. That's such a blessing.
1: So, yeah, it's a blessing. So I've been blessed, blessed, really. I'm very grateful to God for this, uh, for this life, for this experience, for this talent which I've had. I hope I could do more justice to it. <laughs> uh, but in my own small way, uh, it's my humble offering my home, Pushpanjali, that at the Lord's feet.
0: You truly are blessed, Rahul. And may God continue to bless you like this. Through you, may He come and touch many, many more lives so you know as a part of learning you know when you did your first performance to where you are today the whole thing of setting up of a stage and how it is what does it mean to a performer uh, can you share a little bit about that and what your learning was then as a child and where it is today
1: I think I've been very fortunate to learn from two gurus who have been soaked in tradition and uh, have been experts in the shastras in knowing the text and learning from the text itself um, shows how a performer should be, uh, how the audience should be. So the audience should be seated down. Then the stage should be at a certain level yeah, above the audience, just above the audience uh, because you're the mediator between man and God. So they look up to you, the audience. Nowadays, modern theaters is the reverse, where the stage is down and there's a whole kind of amphitheater, where, like the audience are above and looking down at the uh, performer. But the tradition is where you look up to the performer because he's the mediator between you know God and you uh, to give you that experience. And so, for dance, I was taught right from the beginning, dance is a prayer, dance is a sadhana, dance is meditation. Uh, It's not just entertainment, uh, it really helps you in life because life is tough for everyone. Yeah, we all have our times, uh, it helps you not only physically but also mentally, uh, spiritually, makes you tough uh, to face the world, to face every day, to face relationships, uh, to face hardships, uh, and grow as a person, as a personality, and how you contribute to society, how you uh, bring up your children, how you bring. You know, lead your life with your friends, with your classmates, with your fellow workers, yeah? Um, How you treat your elders. Uh, It is so much. These are, you know, gems which we learn in life and it's all in our shastras, it's all in our texts, it's all in our culture. Uh, And this should never die, Uh, you know? And uh, uh, my my prayer is that, you know, current gurus and students... uh, be constantly very inquisitive, learn more and more of this, of our rich heritage. You adapt, of course, be modern, use new techniques. You have to dance, has to change, can never be the same. But uh, these cultures, these little uh, gems, should never be forgotten because that, that's uh, deep rooted in our soul, in the human, uh, in our Indianness that we say, <laughs> uh, which is very important and which the whole world today is looking at.
0: I'm just finding this so enriching. Uh, you know, you're so much in touch with something so rich and so deep and so uh, colorful and so full of emotion uh, that it's become part of your life. And I'm so envious of you, Raul. <laughs> I'm sure many people who listen on this you know, interview also would be same, feeling the same. Your journey, it has been an enriching journey and there have been hurdles. But those hurdles, you say, have been stepping stones. So tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, right from the beginning when, uh, you know, uh, other Christians had a problem with me learning Hindu dance, Bharatanatyam, you know, uh, it was, I think, the uh, Hindu community which embraced this, you know, uh, Francis Barbosa, Dr. Barbosa was welcomed by a lot. We gave more performances for uh, Hindu organizations or non-Christian organizations uh, a lot also. So we were invited for festivals, for you know, it was it was great uh, to know how uh, we were welcomed. So the, it helped us, the openness that was there. And so wherever there were problems, when I finished school, I thought, What will my friends say with the colleagues in college in my class? uh, Make fun of me, you know, a a dancer, because a male dancer was more effeminate, more girlish or, you know, something like that. So while they didn't see that normally in me, but then when they kept on a dancer, they saw me dance. And uh, I have to be thankful for for how I overcome. And it was always I was lucky to uh, those to be welcome. The school sent me on the in fact since he was college sent me on a, uh, a cultural exchange program to just the college of technology in uk uh, for two weeks uh, and that was a great experience and then when i started working my employers always encouraged me to go ahead on these trips on these dance trips so uh, when we traveled to other countries uh, when we had language issues it wasn't a problem or staying or today uh, when we. Travel abroad, we like to ape the West. Uh, even here in India, we like to do what others uh, abroad do. But the thing is to not just ape them blindly, but to add, understand the gems that these cultures also have and add it to them, complement our culture, complement you, help you grow. And so, in fact, being a hurdle, whether it's language or uh, ethnicity or food, uh, challenges that you have when you travel abroad, uh, but to blend it, and balance it out and so also with our relationships
0: there's so much maturity in the way you're approaching this whole thing and that's why I think you don't even look 51 you look like you're 30 years old you look so young Uh, I think it's got to do with the dance and the amount of I think energy you have spent in just being in love with what you're doing and that's amazing so tell me a little bit about this
1: Uh, yes yeah, so, dance teaches you a lot of discipline. So, as I said, also my gurus were very strict with me, a little disciplined, and that really helped me because uh, uh, to be consistent, uh, to grow. Um, I was very uh, lucky also in Xavier's, we had one subject as yoga. So, I learned yoga, and that has been continuing helping me also mentally, physically, to be fit, to be energetic. Uh, the experience with Hemaji, she's a live wire never sitting constantly even at this age ready to take on the stage he loves the stage so much Uh, so uh, working with all these people has really helped me also fire me up you know to be very energetic and uh and contribute because we know that through dance to the stage uh we touch souls so Mm Dance has been spiritual. Spirituality, you can't keep for yourself. You have to share it. Uh, you know, love has to be shared, then it is there. So it starts, of course, in the family. Uh, so I'm really blessed to have and uh, my wife, and two lovely daughters. Both of them are learning Odyssey from uh, Mitali. So, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> the answers against one, but not. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, but it's great fun so I'm the Krishna with all uh, yeah with Radha and the copies
0: around yeah lovely so, so me, have you do you also teach uh, dance do you also I teach Bharatanatyam not
1: yet do? not yet because my work uh, takes me a lot of my this so I think when I retire I will I'll start teaching yeah there have been
0: and are you are you going to be as strict as uh, Dr. Barbosa well,
1: my students will run away if I'm as strict I have to learn but, uh, it's a lo- it'll be a new learning curve for me so uh-huh. Because the discipline that we were brought in, I think today's kids will find it hard to really uh, face. So Mm -hmm. now I will have to learn uh, a different technique of teaching. Um, And that is by, i mean example, I think. Uh, If we show by example, today's kids are really, really, very intuitive. They'll pick up those gems which I want to share with them. Then, you know, for them today, the world is their platform
0: this has been fascinating uh, i'd like to close this uh, you know conversation with asking you one last question as a person who started off his journey you know as a young boy you wouldn't have imagined where your journey would be you know at the age of 50 right uh, as a 12 year old but today you are where you are you've traveled the globe you've danced with some of the greatest of greats you've danced in front of many great people then if there comes a time where you see some sort of a vision going forward so is there some sort of a vision you have for yourself in the future?
1: When I was young, of course, I didn't imagine myself to be where I am today. Um, But I took one day at a time. And that was, I think, uh, my learning. Yeah. Uh, And that took me places. That took me... All around the world, I danced before Pope, Paul, uh, Pope John Paul II on two occasions uh, in Rome. For the, uh, I was invited in 2001 for an interreligious dialogue, which happened in Rome, uh, and me as a Christian boy dancing Hindu dance. So that was the uh, my beautiful. I ended the three, uh, you know, three day symposium dancing the whole the you know, explain a whole thing. Wow. Oh, that was a great experience. Then I danced before Queen Sofia, of Spain. Uh, I danced before the Maharaja of at the Lake Palace, uh, and I mean, and uh, as Lincoln Center, I said earlier in my talk. So that that has been my journey and vision for me is, I mean, to make a difference, uh, to touch, uh, to uh, you know, touch people, to really. Uh, we, we always have our inhibitions. We always have our way judgmental kind of to be. Uh, today, the world is so divided in so many ways. Uh, whether it's in the US or even here in India or other place in the in, in the globe, you know there are so many conflicts. My vision is to dance or to teach or when I counsel my students to tell them. Uh, That there is hope, you know. That there is a there's beautiful life is beautiful. Uh, That you you get in touch with your inner self, the spiritual self. When I talk about spirituality, it's not about just prayer or just being holy or attached to some particular religion. It is just your soul. It is healing your soul, making your soul uh, uh, universal. Uh, embracing things, embracing diversity uh, uh, um, I, I'm embracing the differences we have, you know, and that is my vision to make people understand that we don't have to agree on everything, we don't have to be the same uh, but all this, you know, makes it a beautiful, you know, masala <laughs> you know, a tasty dish, you know it's not this bland dish that life is in our own way, in our own groups in our own things, but let's mix around let's, uh, you know, uh uh, keep ourselves a little apart and uh, embrace the other, and then life becomes so meaningful. Every day for me is a challenge. You know, uh, when I we, when I used to work with the airlines, uh, we had a T-shirt. You know, because we flight attendants used to get free tickets for the family, and so. Um, but we, it was all on standby, so we had a T-shirt. You know, marry me's. Uh, fly standby. So Mitalis always says it hey, because never knew <laughs> if you could get on the flight or not. It was a free flight, but you know it's subject to load. Uh, life is today, lad. You know we have to embrace it, and we don't know what tomorrow will bring. But I'm sure if you put in your best, I mean it's a thousand uh, uh, you know gunas. You'll get more back. <laughs> uh, so to say, you know a thousand times you'll get the fruits of it. And that's my vision.
0: Yeah, amazing, Raul! What a guy you are! So you know the motto of my company, or this is the byline that I go by: that I am the hero of my life. Can you say this for me?
1: I'm the hero of my life. You don't <laughs> have to be our own hero because it's our own journey personally, and but it's not alone. Yeah, we have to take others with us and go. I think uh, this journey is uh, is with the others. It's not you walking alone. Each one is a hero to get our, but to contribute. To make other heroes i think yeah now it's our time to make others heroes uh, next generation
0: people are going to be so inspired listening to you listening to your story your wisdom your vision the love you have for your dance form and just i love the fact that you said that you know embracing differences and uh, being the hero and yet you know helping others be heroes as well Raul, thank you so much for being on the show today. It has been such a pleasure. I have really enjoyed listening to the story and I am so envious of this beautiful life that God has blessed you with. You truly are living your dream and may you continue to do so and touch millions of lives because you truly are so exemplary in the way you're living your life.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for staying to the end. It's been a pleasure putting it together. Until next time, be happy and stay in love. And...